0: It's Catherine and this is a catch-up episode of Cheaty's podcast. We're back, baby. We're both in our homes somehow. How did that even that's I truly don't know how that's possible. It doesn't mine almost didn't happen. I didn't think I was gonna get out of the small town of Canada yesterday. But I did. We've got so much to catch up on. So much
1: happened with you. (laughs) So much happened with you. So much happened with me. What the shit? We have not done a catch up in, I don't know, what, a couple weeks? Few weeks? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It it feels like years in between.
0: Uh, Every time we do a catch up... I, we're like, God. Have we talked about this? Have we talked about this? And 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 light years have gone. Decades have gone by. Yeah. My kids are out of the house. <laughs> I'm an empty nester now. I, I'm, I'm on my third husband. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. My third husband is so young. We haven't even talked about how young he is. So we we went we went through the rich ones first. We got our money. Got got now the money. Now we're onto the dumb hot ones. Dumb dumb hot. He's like 19 and he just graduated high school. Like he should have graduated a year and a half ago. Like, but. <laughs> Listen, he's yeah. hot. And he's, and he's going to regret not going to college once you divorce him. Because yeah. he's going
0: to be like, I didn't know what a prenup was.
1: Yeah. I did tell him that he could get into college, but college was what I called my pants. And um... <laughs> You're
0: like, it's Ivy League, meaning there's a lot of bushes There's there. a lot
1: of bushes. <laughs> It's not Harvard, though, because it's not hard to get into. It's not hard to get into. It is a public university. Yeah. A pubic Uh, university. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Pubic Pubic. university. All right, and that's it for the catch-up, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Go, um, go to our show. How how long does a day gather and lace to get into a pun riff?
1: <laughs> someone Less needs to do the minutes. Someone needs to do the math. Okay, yeah. all right. Before we get into anything else, right up top, maybe people are checking in for this purpose. I don't know. Tell your next dates you've got coming up, KB, because I know you've got some uh, shows.
0: Yeah, this weekend I with David Spade and Florida. We've got. Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, and then Saturday and Sunday, we are in Tampa. I mean, you go to davidspade.com for his tour dates. Yeah. Uh, Or your site as well. I don't have, actually, I mean, maybe I should, I don't have him on my site. You wanna know why, Lace? And I love, I love, I love David to death. But, you know, you learn at some point in this biz, flat rate versus. A percentage matters, okay? And uh, I'll, I'm gonna i get a maybe get I flat no, yeah, I it. Get a this flat is... rate. No, no, David, that my show? I want people to come to yeah. my show. Yeah, so I really promote the shows that that I'm headlining at, and that Got my it. money depends on my ticket sales. Yep. So yep, uh, yep. yeah, come to David. But if you come to David, if I come to that city, also come.
1: To there see you me. go. There It'll we go. Um, How about you? The two main things. I'm working. I've got a new guy on uh, my tiny team. My tiny team was just me and my college agent and my acting agent. But now I've got someone who is repping me. So they're helping me get some shows. I'm waiting to hear back on a handful of things. Uh, So right now, nothing like you're saying, nothing that i I need to advertise because <laughs> flat rate versus, uh, deal, but, um, I do want to continue to remind people because the time is creeping up oh, and we huge. really want to make sure that we sell this effort out. And, uh, maybe if we sell it out, it might even move to a bigger venue. Who knows? So let's get those tickets bought for the live cheaty show. It's part of the Red Clay Comedy Festival. That's going to be in Atlanta on November 12th. Okay. Big, big deal, special guest, ladies and gents, uh, Ashley Hesseltine from Girls Gotta Eat, okay? Um, If you love podcasts, you know her podcast. It's awesome. She's great. She's been on the pod before, but it was like two years ago, literally two years ago that she was on here. So we have got her, we've got her back. She's got other stories. We've got other things to talk about. We are working on an additional special guest as well. This is a show you do not want to miss. Buy tickets, go to Red Clay Comedy Festival, uh, find that. And then in January, we're going to be doing Cheaties Live on stage at Zany's in Nashville. It's our favorite club, favorite city. And that's going to be on, what is Isn't that? January 15th. Is that a Sunday or a Monday? Lace, I
0: don't know.
1: I have it on my calendar as December 18th. Okay, so do I. Uh, never mind. That's why I was confused. Okay, so that is a December, and that is not a January. Y'all, December, 18th. Zanies, 8.15. Why is it 8.15? I don't know. 15 minutes to get your shots in before the show it's starts. It's December 18th. I said it's that. Sunday. I said that.
0: You said 15.
1: I said 8.15. Right. So it would <laughs> be 12.18. 8: <It's> 8.15. No. Not <laughs> the time. No, the show starts at 8.15. So let me tell you something. It's this on 12. Part, dude, numbers is on one 12. of the hardest
0: things about being a, a comedian because you don't realize how many numbers you have to spout out so constantly many so every many day. That's why I want to do this up top before we forget because this your is your very- show date. Your time, your episode number. I had to re-edit this last clip 14 times because I got the episode number. Numbers are such a pain in the ass as
1: a stand-up comedian. This is true. This is true. Um, Okay, so on December 18th at 8.15 p.m., is our live show zanies okay write those numbers write those times all those numbers do some math do your witchcraft do whatever you got to do make sure you come to those two shows and more importantly than all of that by the time this episode comes out uh this will be a couple days after my album release debut album folks white trash cinderella uh it's 10 years of hard work put into an album i'm insanely proud of it cannot wait for y'all to download it hopefully you've all followed online and you're going to download an You did it on the right day, which was the 20th of September, but it's never too late because now that it's out, it's out and about. You can have it for the rest of your life. So everybody go download that if you haven't. And in addition to the album, there was a separate recording, same material, but it is going to be a full YouTube special. So you can go to YouTube at any time, watch the full thing under 800-pound gorilla. Uh, Just Google Lace Larrabee White Trash Cinderella and consume my comedy in whichever form you would like, whether it's visual, audio. Both. I don't know. I don't know what you want to do with it, but just fucking look at it. That's all I ask. Dude, she's gonna be out there. This is
0: exciting. Out. She's about to be laces is. It's about to be. It's about to be the real lace out there. R e e l. She's about to be cl- cutting cutting up those reels. She's gonna have the clips out there. The world's I got about these to learn. Clips
1: coming. Um, Biggest lace some and the
0: girls are. And by the girls, I mean I mean her tits. We mean they, my tits they're out guys they're real they're out, out in there.
1: that youtube video if so so if any of you're like
0: they're real out
1: yeah if any of you're like i don't know if i could watch lace do comedy for an hour just watch my tits cuz they are all the it's, way there thank god for the uh the, the sticky stuff that's inside that t-shirt that shirt from express i don't know how they did it but it literally was holding on for dear life around my shoulders not the best choice for uh, a shirt for an hour special but are you kidding me you're gonna get so many views i hope so <laughs> i hey. hey people I,
0: <laughs> people might leave them they'll watch it with the sound off it would be great they, oh it's captioned that'd be great and you get, you get boobies in there just enjoy it with your eyes it's that's genius.
1: it that's it yeah i'm uh i'm really enjoying the love that i'm getting uh Catherine, you know how far behind I am on TikTok. It's not my thing. Um but I just I posted that same video I posted today on my Instagram on TikTok and it's got like 37,000 views. It's only the second huge. video I've ever posted on. It's huge. TikTok. It's awesome. It's so fun. And people it's are so
0: fun. When yeah. when, the, when the numbers start coming in and you're like, this is amazing. Yeah. People, you.
1: people are commenting, though, and they're like, oh, I love this because there's so many people from AGT who they love me at that first audition. Second audition, they're like, this sucks. She hates her husband. He needs to divorce her. This is awful. It sent me into the worst spiral I've ever been in in my life. I've yeah. just gained weight and been miserable for the last month since then. And then they brought me back. And then everybody's like, oh my God, we love you again. You're so great. And then I post these clips and they're like, oh, you are funny. And I'm like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I hate everybody. I hate everybody so much, but I also love I, you all. So thanks for your support.
0: Yeah, I, I, we got to get into so much. So many but things. I, just, I wanted to highlight this and it's, is this a podcast? Yeah. Should we be upbeat the whole time? Yeah. But let's get real for a second. And I wanted to say, it's just, I, I was thinking this the other day of, when when kind of stuff was popping up for us and we were so excited and we were recording you know we're bi-coastal you you were gonna be on agt for the first time i was doing fallon and it was so exciting and we were like i can't believe this, this stuff is happening and if you would have taken that screenshot from that moment and like <laughs> we've had calls <laughs> back and forth with each other since then like months afterwards yeah. with. After bringing about a success on, and then people going, okay, you know now this this is the expectation of you, and it's time to level up, and da da da, da, and and having added pressure, there have been moments like where you could screenshot where we are both just,
1: I mean, at our wits end, edge of a cliff, at our wits end, like literally. And I think the only thing holding us on is a tiny thin thread between the two of us. It's about the width of a of floss, like.
0: Yeah. And it's like we've we to that point of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of hysteria. You know when you were so just stressed and overwhelmed and you and like, I thank God I've had you. You've been like my sounding board of when I'm yeah, hitting same. my deepest. And I call Oh, you are making my eyes well up thinking
1: about it right now because I'm like, fuck, and yeah, fuck, yeah, has it's been hard it's been yeah, not,
0: not easy. It's been bit of a little a really hard. of a little bit of a little bit of a of gone in this path together, sort of. Yeah. But yeah, and like we we'll get on the phone and we'll talk and like we're like, I don't know if I can handle this. I don't know if I can handle this. And and we get to that point of you know, of that hysteria after after despair where you're just laughing at how ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) everything is. And I'm just so happy I have you to get to that point too. Because there are there are other people in your life and you know like like you know my boyfriend or you you have your family and it's like you can talk to them but they don't understand this world and no. and like and rightfully so there's it, no one who totally. can possibly understand this world besides people that walk through it and there's so there's so many highs and there's so many lows that
1: come right after the highs oh you can't have and, the highs um, without the lows like you, tr- yes. you truly can't and and anyone that's in comedy and hasn't hit one of these strides yet that we've been, I would say lucky, but it's, it's a combo of everything. Luck is, you know, hard work and the right time. You timing, realize that there's, there's just, there,
0: it's like the more money, more problems. Like, 1000%. you know, you, you, you die to get to this next level and I'm so grateful of it. But Same. you get to the next level and with it comes just a whole another onslaught of pressure. Right. And so people, and worries.
1: yeah, if you're in comedy and you're like, and you look at comics who, Quote pop off and things are like happening. It seems like holy shit, this is it. This is the th- oh, how lucky for them. Like this is so great. You have no because it happens so fast, and I feel like it's happened even faster for you because now you're on like a literal like whirlwind tour. It feels like, and so my dates haven't like kicked in like that yet. So I'm not constantly on the road, but when I am on the road, it's a ass load of pressure. I'm not like doing shows back to back, but I'm like filming things and. I've got all the TV and producers and all yeah. that kind of like pressure on me, and um, it looks great from the outside. And I'm not—I well, would say once again, we're not complaining. Too many, but, not complaining, but like you, like I, I, always did
0: Fallon, but like I, I haven't had the TV pressure, the television views, and dude, the and the uh, and the uh, the feedback from being on TV multiple times, like you have. So you know, we're experienced different levels of it but
1: yeah and it looks cool yeah, and we're okay. thankful and it is cool sure but it is uh with with it comes uh a lot of a lot of pain and heartache and retrospective retro- and work and then retrospective work which is the worst part for me because all I keep thinking is things would be easier at this point if I would have done things differently and or earlier and or in another way and or in another city and and you just can't stop thinking About yeah, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Even though things are going fine, it still doesn't feel. I don't know. It's fucked up, man. Well, I think you just yeah,
0: yeah, because because the level of pressure grows, and then you put yourself in a different. You 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 start comparing yourself to.
1: You're in a new category at a different level.
0: Yep, and how and their path and yeah, it's. I mean, it's a comparison game too. Okay, to, to get to get. To 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 get on the other road of this. Yes, you have been on this journey of AGT. Yes, you talked about your first two performances. First one was great. Second one absolutely did not go the way it should have. You nope. were you were sabotaged. Nope. Uh, go back, listen to our I think our latest catch up. I yeah, think too. Yeah, because to I about
1: this. I called it America's Got Trauma. That's what I named this. Yes. Episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, since So then you've been
1: on another episode of AGT. Yeah, so, oh my God. Uh, the last time we did an episode, or I guess it was one of the interview episodes where I mentioned, I was like, hey, watch AGT. I can't say why. It was a big surprise. Um, so it was a big surprise to specifically Simon Cowell, who, for those of you who don't know, is like one of the creators or the creator of America's Got Talent, one of the longtime judges, blah, blah, blah. A producer hit me up and was like, how would you feel about coming back to roast Simon in the finale? I'm like, you mean like I've been doing on stage every night since that last time? Yeah, I would absolutely love to. Would you like, which of my hour of jokes on Simon would you like? And, uh, And they're like, great, fantastic. You're the first one we called. We just really felt like, you know, things didn't end the way they should have for you blah, blah, blah. And we would love for you to come back and like get your last laugh is what they were saying. And they're like, we're trying to get like Jeff Ross to come in. I was like, holy shit. It's like the Roastmaster general, Jeff Ross. You're going to get yeah. Jeff. The other person they said they were like, we're going to try to get Jeff or like somebody like David Spade. <laughs> I was like, I swear to God, if it's Spade, God,
0: I would have. Oh, I know, I know. I loved <laughs> if he would have. I would have come out. I would have
1: been like, I'm. I'm you're you you leaving your show. You're going to come do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, he probably wasn't available because I'm sure he was like, I don't know, at Nobu with you or something. Um, so. <laughs> I can hate everything about everything right now uh but so yeah they did they ended up following through they brought out jeff which was cool it was a big surprise and they asked two of the other comics who had made it through uh the semifinals and didn't make it into the finale so that was all part of mikey winfield's big final segment it was just yeah. lovely it was fun it was a good time can can you do so i was i did a show with mikey winfield that tuesday before did you? Isn't yeah, he was probably at working out. Factory. Yeah, he was working out his stuff for the finale. Yeah, but he, but Mikey Winfield was so nice. So, did he get eliminated and then he got to come back? No. So, he was, so the finale was only 10 or 11 acts, 10, 10 total got to make it into the finale. And he was the yeah. only comedian that made it to the finale. So, part of his, so each act does like a final segment and they usually bring in like a, um, like, for the singers and stuff, they'll bring in a famous singer to do a duet, or they'll bring in, you know, whatever whatever the act says is their yeah. dream thing, they'll mm-hmm. do. And so they weren't really sure what to do for Mike, because they rarely have comedians in it, and they don't really know the show. And I'm just going to say it. I've now I've been on the show, I'm part of the AGT family now, but I'm going to be honest. I, this show does not know what to do with stand-up comedians. It, it is like... <laughs> I, even looking back at the roast, which in a minute, I'm going to do the whole, I'm, I want to do the whole thing the way that it was supposed to go because they edited yes. it and they took out two punchlines. They kept two setups and took out two punchlines. And I'm like, they don't know they stand comedy. Like, they don't... Stand up. they you, just you, don't know standup. They just don't. The way they edited like. Me, Every yeah, time. that would be like a
0: dancer, a dancer running up to do a flip and running up and jumping, and then they cut the flip.
1: And then they cut the flip and just show where they landed. Like that's exact you are one million percent correct with that observation. Uh, because that is exactly how I felt about everything. Like the whole process, like that second round the way i was edited was awful it was not the way i do comedy i had to fight with them for those to even get in what i got in and i even was unhappy with that even the first round i thought that some of the best jokes that i made in the first round like i was really happy with what they showed but i thought they 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 left out some of the best stuff and i feel like they mm-hmm. did again with the roast and listen at the end of the day i don't make television i'm just the talent but i feel like if i were in that producing or the producer's room or in the edit suite like I could have like had some better say so about what of mine they could have played but it Mm -hmm. is what it is uh it went it was really fun I was happy to be back with no pressure that was the best part of being back because this time the competition was over I was just there as a special guest I love Mike I was really proud of him if anybody was going to make it through I was I was glad it was him he's a super great guy he deserves so the, nice the world very friendly. such a sweetheart yeah. and very talented um mm-hmm. you know it's rare to get all of that in in people in this business for sure but he's great and uh yeah and simon loved it he laughed his ass off he had a really good time he took it really well and yeah i got some validation should i say it on Wait, the podcast okay. will you start will you start from the beginning like w- did mike do his material and oh. then w- went into a roast finale is two nights so okay. the finale show where all of the last acts did their final act was Tuesday night. Okay. That happened okay. live. Um, and each act just performed their last performance for the judges to go, you were great. You deserve this or whatever to encourage America one way or the other. And then the second night was the results night. That's the night that they did all of the fun duets and segments and all that stuff. Gotcha. Like they had they had star studded night with like, um, freaking, Fonzi Harry Henry Winkler, Henry Winkler was there. he like he did a special guest thing on Wednesday. They just had like huge acts come in to just be the you know entertainment before they announced the big winner. so mm-hmm. the big winner ended up being those dancers, the Arab dancers that do oh, all the really? optical illusion stuff that they're called the Mayas, and they all like get in a line and they make giant like snakes and eyes and all this stuff um. I Very could cool. see that being a Vegas, Vegas act. act. It's it's funny yeah. when you watch it, you have to realize, like,
0: the winner, you know, and, and it is, we, we'll talk about it more, but ain't none of this reality. This is all scripted beforehand. Everything's planned out. And I do think they look at acts and have to think, what can be a draw for an hour in Vegas? Totally. And there are just some things that, I yeah. mean, cute, it's fun for five minutes, but can you do yeah. that? Will that keep people entertained? Will that buy, sell tickets for an hour and Exactly. I can
1: see that. That's kind of Cirque du Soleil. It is. It is very. And they're, I mean, just uber talented. And uh, there's all this, like, bullshit you keep hearing. I keep seeing it online because, obviously, I'm, uh, you know, I follow all the AGT stuff. But, like, man, people just will not shut up about them not being from America but winning America's Got Talent. And it's, like, isn't that what we're made up of? Like, isn't that how we got here? for people bringing their yeah. talents and wanting to to leave where they came from for a better opportunity. And that's exactly what these women are, are doing. And they're not offered the same opportunities where they're from as they will be here. True. And, very, very good point. You know, and they, they come from a harsh environment. Um, and I don't want to get into all that stuff cause I'm not a historian on exactly where they're from, but I know it's a big deal. I know it's a really big deal over there for them to be like, you know, had to have this kind of like fame mm-hmm. and, and, these opportunities in this business. So I'm excited for them. They're, they're super cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I hope they stick around. I hope to stay. And uh, yeah, anyway, very proud of them. It's cool. It does work for Vegas, blah, blah, blah. So I just want to squash anytime people want to send me messages that are like, but they're not even from America. I'm like, just stop it with that stuff. I don't, I don't really, I'm not jumping on board with that. Um, But anyway, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. So what Mike did that final night is he comes out. Oh, so we pre-recorded. So everyone else was live on Wednesday night at the the um results show, but they wanted to make sure since they knew they were doing this roast that if things went sideways, because <laughs> it was legit a surprise for Simon, they wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that they could had editing abilities. Yeah. So we pre-recorded after Tuesday night show. So they kept the full audience, the judges went and changed. And they kept the audience hostage <laughs> and made them stay like an additional ah, what like, a long What is that?
0: Four hours long for them? day
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And they stand in line for like an hour and a half before they even start seating. Like you see them from the hotel. Uh-huh. You see them start to line up down the street in the afternoon. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this audience though was just, they were excited to be there. So if we get a full audience, the judges in their outfits for the next day. Uh, Mike comes out. He says a little thing. And then pretty much uh he's got this whole little announcement and he's like and uh and so simon we brought back some of your favorites or something and it's the roast of simon cowell so it all comes up on the screen the sides of the screen come out and they say what it is and he's like oh fuck like you can tell he's like oh man what the hell is this about to be
0: and then they show this
1: clip of uh the three times that he did stuff to me to don mcmillan and to mr pants and and then mike introduces don don comes out he's funny he's great set he's a great roast he's really fun. yeah he was good he was great and then uh mr pants is funny his real name's ryan by the way he used to write for joan rivers he like got to write on her last like her last tour or something right before she died i was like what the i was like what dude and i've been sitting here making fun of you this whole time
0: (laughs) you're real comedian. okay not to not to make this about me but when i telling you like our 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 paths seem just so yeah. parallel. to, So when you were there, I was, was I in Phoenix? Or I was like mm-hmm. flying out to Phoenix. And you my, were in Phoenix. my opener in Phoenix is Tony Tripoli. Okay. He's tri- tri- Tripoli. Tripoli. Trip- Tripoli. Tripoli. That's Tripoli. It, cut, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's, well. It's it, Italian. If anyone's Tripoli. pronounce it, it's me. Yeah, of course. It was like, like was like her her like right hand man, Joan Rivers right hand man, like open for, for five years on the road. He was in oh. fashion police, like Yeah. That's what Ryan, this police. guy
1: too, used to write for fashion police he wrote some of Joan's stuff for Fashion Police and everything. So they must know each other really well.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I
1: swear to you, Lace, we're always just kind of It's like right there. It's parallel. so fucking yeah. bizarre. I know. Yeah, but that's this really year, cool. I
0: know. I love it's just been
1: a weird year. Weird year. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. so but anyway, so he's legit. Same thing. A lot of people give him shit, so f- but he's legit and yeah. super funny. Um, and I finally got to like meet him and get to know him and stuff. That was great. And then, yeah. And then, so the way they had it Wait, set up. I have a question. One Go. more t- before. Please. Does Mr. Pants ever do not, mis- does yes. he ever do straight He comedy? started, yeah. He started that during the pandemic. And he said now does- that AGT's over. He's done with pa- He's done with Mr. Pants. I was like, so and we doing underpants now? I was like, so what are we doing? What are we doing? Where are we shirt, man? We doing Mr. Sleeves. I was like, What what the fuck are you doing next? He's like, I just want to do comedy. He's like, I just want to go back to my stand up. I was like, I bet you do, bud. I bet you do. It's so hot in here. Yeah, he's like, I'm in these fucking pants. I'm in these fucking pants every day.
0: And you gotta, to you, an you gotta be careful.
1: You gotta, you got you gotta be careful what you go viral for, because uh, you could True. be stuck doing that shit for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think is probably what happened to Larry the Cable Guy. You gotta just, you did it, but that's you now, right? <laughs>
0: that's He's, who you are. He, he gets home and he just fucking every every night after a show, he gets home and his wife has ordered an old cable box, and he
1: just takes a bat to it. <laughs> the shit.
0: <laughs> every
1: night well he can because afford was, like, to because and... yeah the, the character made him uh, yeah. a multimillionaire, so good yeah. for him um yeah so they did that and then they bring me out as the closer of the three comics before the surprise guest which was jeff Rightfully ross so. yes and uh mm-hmm. that was fun i i'm just bummed at the jokes that they they deleted though the, j- the jokes they edited out that that sucked okay Let's see Do you let's want to hear, hear the whole thing? Yes, absolutely. It's pretty short. Uh, so let me see if I can remember. I think I can, uh, without looking it up. Okay. So it's, uh, oh, it's such an honor or such a thrill. That's what it is. Such a thrill to be here tonight honoring one of the most iconic AGT judges ever, but we are not here to talk about Howie. Um, I'm not, <laughs> and then I said, by the way, Howie, Heidi, Sophia, thank you so much for having me back. Simon, you and I didn't Simon, you and I didn't end on a great note, did we? Uh, for those of you who don't know, last time I was here, Simon buzzed me before I was finished, which from what I hear is pretty on brand for him. Well, let's let's interrupt the set real quick because that is the moment where on stage they cut that whole thing out because uh, right after I said, so those of you who don't know he buzzed me while I was before I was finished, he, he interrupts me and he goes, they told me to do that that's what he said into his mic. And I'm standing there. We're filming this for TV. I know it's going to be edited. So I'm like, what I wanted to go is I fucking knew it. Like that's what I wanted to say, but I was just like, huh, lock that in. Thank you. Appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Cause that like answered all of my, like I have, I've had like crazy conspiracy feelings, like since then about like this felt set up and the consensus now is now I know for sure the show, the show, the creative people, Made that moment happen. They wanted him to buzz me because they wanted a reaction out of me,
0: right? Because you, because in the previous episode, Sophia had interrupted you, yes. and you had such a good response. It was such an it was an electric moment. They That's thought what they yes they were going to create that again yes. by buzz by by not by not by not asking a by not asking not a not sweet a cute question. question to get to yeah. know yeah more about you because they're interested in your material yeah. they were like let's set off a loud
1: red x behind her which is the most negative thing about that show it it scares Ugh. the shit out of you it is like it's not fun anyway long story short he says they told me to do that and at that moment i was like i felt the most validated i've ever felt in my life and i was like okay now it all makes sense my hatred for simon has gone d- down to nothing like i do because not- you are I, I get it now. I understand yeah. what they did, and it just didn't go. It didn't go the way they planned, and it, it, and you gotta warn a you gotta warn a bitch. You can't do well, it like that. Well, multiple things with that. One, you learned
0: that the judges are. I don't. I won't say. I would say the contestants are more pawns, but the judges are also being actors, they're, they're performers, being improvisers mm-hmm. as well. This totally. is a show that is fueled by emotions and they need to have up and down emotions. They cannot have judges just be like, I like you, I like you, mm-hmm. I like you, that's it. They always it's a show for television. They so the the, the judges are trained. They are taught. They're like any other personality on anything and where they're TV personality. Any TV personality where you can't, you know, on certain certain critiques, you have to have one that is the negative mm-hmm. critique. You have to have one that ha- seeks a problem with something. And you know that they're talking in their ear going, well, Heidi, it's going to be you this time. Heidi, you have an issue with this. Heidi it m- Heidi probably doesn't
1: give a shit. Do you they know what don't. I mean? I'm just using they the examples. They They're making but, so much money. They do not care. They, and they're they, like, do, yeah. They don't. But when they genuinely like someone, they're genuine about it. But then there's those moments that are created. That's why still... Like, in that video of that second time I was on the show, it was an absolute shock. Like, Heidi's mouth dropped open. Sophia was like, what the shit just happened? They had no idea. So it was planned for it to be Simon that round to be the villain and for me to react with Simon. That's what they wanted. And,
0: And I do feel like Simon's reaction would be like, I was helping you out. I was like, that is Simon acting. That's Simon going, to make sense. well, I have to live in the moment. I yes. can't sit here and be like, I'm sorry. I yeah. have to double down with it. Yes. So, and, you know, maybe some of it was, he he did have a, a bit of a, critic, a, a, sure. a criticism. Sure. Maybe he genuinely there, did. But sure. You have to understand, too, that some of it is is—is for show and not you as in you, as in No, no, no. To, People. To yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that as a as a contestant on the reality show You Are a Pawn and the producers will depict you how they see fit for the show 1000 versus whether they like you or not you, like in the Bachelor or Bachelorette, there's always the villain because you gotta they have need the a crazy one. Television. You gotta
1: have the one that you think everybody's gonna pick, and then you gotta have the yeah. There's there's all of that, but yeah.
0: You're, so like as in as in uh, not a, just an example. If you want somebody to be the lazy one, they might not necessarily be lazy in life, but all of a sudden they're gonna show B-roll of them
1: eating cereal while everybody totally. else is cleaning. When right. that couldn't that might not have that even that that's the probably case. it was probably cereal on another day completely. It probably wasn't even day. that damn day exactly. But
0: yeah, but you but but. You know, even reality show, they they have ways of, of creating characters and, and whatnot. And so I think that also, you know, we talked about before about like how the producers were so, to your face were so on your side mm-hmm. and like. We're we're fighting. This is going to be great. We're fighting for you. We're so excited for you. We we didn't know that that was going to happen. Blah blah blah. Like they're not your friends. They're as not your friends. As much as they sit there and act they're like they're your friends. biggest fan, they, are they not. have they
1: are behind they a whiteboard
0: in another in another room uh, uh-huh. with you next to a big
1: red X. Yeah, it's and that's just how it is. And and you know, and maybe sometimes there are. Maybe the ones that you work directly with, they're not even in on it because they might tell you, maybe it's some other people, but there are, what people don't understand is shows like this. There are hundreds of people behind the scenes. It is not like Mm -hmm. a crew of 30 and you know all of them. Like there's the ones you see every day, but there are hundreds of people between the producers, the editors, the creative teams, the backdrop people. Like you can't even fathom how many people there are meandering around on that set. And then behind the set, like people you don't even see who are in, you know, the exec suites and are in the you know that are editing and are doing stuff like that and creating the show with these characters which just happen to be regular people (laughs) real Um, people (laughs) yeah but yeah that was uh super validating for me and you know what maybe i shouldn't be on here talking about it but at this point in the game i think it's important for people to know and yeah so that was really nice to hear him say that they that that they told them to do that and then I was like, cool. And then the rest of that roast, the rest of that night went, it was smoother and I had a much better feeling in my gut going forward. So that was good. Um,
0: okay, go, go. With, sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, so no, much, it's I fine. Just, I think it's so, it is yeah. so interesting what happened. And I hate that
1: it was, I hate you, it was me. I do, Same. I do. <laughs> I wish I could have just had a killer set and then had a chance of getting into the fu- finale. Like, that would have been cool. But then I think about it, I'm like, it's almost better that I got to leave on this roast than anything. Yes.
0: Because I feel like it worked out better. It's almost it to me. It's almost more cinematic. I think so where, too. You know, you know, people like, I, 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 would you, I, th- my eyes have been open to to this kind of world, and yeah. why? And I do, and I, I'm so happy that you got to do the roast and kind of came out on the other side and and was validated, and and you came out on top.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay.
0: Go on with the rest of the joke. Okay. So the rest hear. of the joke. So okay, I do so the thing say, about. Yeah.
1: I hear that's pretty on brand for him. Clearly, that was cut completely. And uh the next thing, the next thing I say, this next thing I say is, um, I'm not going to stand up. Wait, here. did they laugh? Did did Simon oh. laugh when you said the buzzer? Thank no. That's when he immediately said he's the buzzer. I said he gave me the buzzer last oh. time, and he that's when he said he interrupted me in the middle of that and goes, "They told me to do that." Oh.
0: So okay, then okay, I was okay.
1: like, hmm and then i finished the line and it fell completely flat cuz the whole room was like right did we just hear that like did he just right. admit to that on tv and and i was like huh and then I said, from what I hear, it's on brand, blah, blah. blah. So I said that. And then I go, hey, I'm, listen, I'm not going to stand up here and take cheap shots publicly on live TV. That's Simon's job. Uh, and then I said, now, I'm, now, like me, I'm sure a lot of people in this room are fans of Simon. Uh, so some of these jokes might divide the room in half, kind of like his out-of-date haircut. By the way, <laughs> by the way, Howie, could you do us all a favor and give him the name of your guy? Uh, Simon, no, come on. I love your style. Simon, uh, Simon style is what I like to call midlife crisis chic. His t-shirts are so tight. I can see Terry's nipples. And then Terry Cruz at that moment walked out from the wing. He came out on the stage and did his little peck dance thing and it fucking murdered. It took the house down people started to stand up as if that were the end of the set and they yeah. cut that part out of the freaking show but they cut that and the howie line and How the howie line the name of
0: your guy and the howie so line. they concluded
1: the setups Girl, and not the huge cannot, punchlines those are both great killer punchlines they need to hire me to help with the comedic part yeah. of this freaking tv show uh so anyway yeah so i say that and then i said oh but in all seriousness simon we're glad you're here simon was in two bicycle accidents and the doctors were able to fuse together his entire spine too bad they couldn't do anything about his sense of humor. <laughs> the only <laughs> they thing cut that, that. Ah, they, they cut that too. Fuck, I forgot they cut that too. Um, the only thing Simon likes better than riding his bikes are his four dogs. And mainly because unlike me, those bitches can't talk back. And then the so room good. loses. He so was the, the best thing was he was like the audience stood up, but he was the first judge to stand up. He stood up completely for me and was just like, he, that was his first time standing for me, by the way. He never stood up for me the first round. It, I noticed back in the clip, it was only the other three judges in the whole room. Simon stayed seated for my first one. Mm. So this one, he was the first one to stand up. And then the other judges stood up. So I had an absolute, for the first time, an absolute full room standing ovation. And I was able to go, thank you so much, Simon. I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity and uh, all that. Then Jeff Ross comes out and does his, they've also cut a bunch of his funny jokes. Like I didn't think they kept the best ones, but you know, I'm not the one making the show. So then we all get up there on stage. And then when they cut it, uh, Simon comes up on stage and talks to each of us uh, individually and like shook all of our hands and, uh, told us, you know, and he told me, and I said, seriously, thank you though, for the opportunity. This has been life changing. And, and he was like, thank you. I'm so, or he said, you're welcome. I'm so glad. And he said, you're really, really funny. He's like, you're really good.
0: It's awesome. So I was
1: like, all right,
0: cool. Hell yeah. I, I really, I mean, I knows it's been hell yeah to go through that second round, but <laughs> I just, I think this, this was such a cool journey. I just—I don't know. I think it's cool to to go through the shittiest parts and then, but and think that that's the end of it, mm-hmm. and then have this other opportunity, and to hear that it wasn't what it looked like on the surface, and that and that you know the person that seemed like the harshest, yeah, would come up to you and, and tell you the truth and tell you that you yeah. are really
1: talented and that he respects you and that was I, I just yeah it's
0: really cool
1: it was really free it was really cool it was really nice uh how mm-hmm. was super nice again afterward jeff ross was really nice he was super complimentary he told me i killed it i'm glad he got he to see me do the live version with all the all the jokes you know that got cut because then he really saw like he saw me do a whole set which was awesome um yeah what a night, man! What a night! And, and it was he, Jeff your, Ross's birthday that night, and he did Jeff Ross's
0: birthday. And your 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 pink blazer was phenomenal. I was obsessed with your outfit. You were glowing. Mm-hmm. Every picture, you're you're the direct center for the eye like every eye is drawn to you and every picture on that
1: stage with all the shut your face Johnson. Catherine Blandford. Oh, yeah i mean shut it's up. up you look so i love incredible that. that was the first thing i picked to put on so the wardrobe girl like and that she had you know you have the whole thing you go in there and they've got all these choices and that was my first i was like that can i try that, that on first so cool. and then we had we had to do three choices and i said will you please please tell them that that looks like a Joan Rivers jacket and i have to i was going to gonna say it. that's your joan like, rivers I, moment it's my joan rivers moment i said i absolutely have and i was like i've got a joan rivers tattoo that i just got you just i was got like, it you have to you have to yeah. let me dress like joan i was like it's a roast yeah. come on it's feathers i was like i've got to do it um you know, so i didn't even tell you this but the dress so they they had like a few hours that day to get the dress um, altered before the night. So when I tried it on, the dress was a little too long. It was too close to my knees. So they pinned it up and it got it got hemmed. And then I didn't put it on until 10 minutes before showtime. Like I, I, 10 minutes before they called me to the back, right? They had yeah. just finished my hair and makeup. I go to put it on. Catherine, the guy who hemmed it, hemmed it way too short. So the guy who pinned it and the guy who hemmed it, two different people. I put it on, my ass cheeks were hanging out of the back of it. What did you do? I freaked out. I leaned out of the thing. And I was like, Eva! I was like, Eva, get over here! And she's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. She looks at it, she goes, okay, okay, all right. Because then we could have moved on to the next other outfits, but I was like, no. I was like, I have to wear this. I have to wear this, okay? Because the other ones, there wasn't another like piece underneath the jacket. Everything else was like a full dress. Yeah. And I was like, what do we do? What do we do? She's like, all right. All right, she's a freaking genius. I've never seen anything like it in my life. She's like, I got it, just a second. She goes and grabs scissors. She cuts the straps to the dress, cuts the straps off. We pull the dress as low as we can in the back because I've got this blazer on. She sews the dress to my bra. (laughs) She goes and grabs a needle and thread. Then she asks another guy to grab a needle and thread. He's standing on one side, sewing the the front of the dress. She's standing there sewing the other side of the dress. She takes the two straps that are hanging. She she doesn't want to get rid of them completely because she's like, in case you ever want to alter this and keep it, you know, because they give me my stuff after. She tapes, she double side tapes the straps to my bra straps. And then we just let the back of the dress just hang. And I just pull it down. And so so, it, so if you took the blazer off it would look like Oh, mayhem. it would look insane. You would see yeah. like the top half of my ass. You would see my whole bra, the, the these cut-off straps just hanging in the back like it was Frankenstein under there. And I just I just before I went out there was a girl backstage with me another wardrobe chick and she just kept pulling 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 before I walked out the door and we were just like Everybody might it see was... my taint. <laughs> We're about to see what's going to happen. It was so short. Ain't nothing you can do taint about it. Ain't nothing you can do about it now, bitch. It's just you and the world. Yeah. Literally, you're about to show your world to the world. Yeah. So, yeah. but I was going to do anything to wear that jacket. So I didn't care. I was like, yeah, do whatever you got to do. You look phenomenal. Thanks. I mean, you look so good. I, I felt I just... great. I, I mean, yeah. I love that color. I was... I don't know, no, the whole thing such just a, felt good. The whole the whole
0: moment was so, it was just so you. It was such a, like, a defining moment. Uh, you looked amazing. It, yeah, it was great. Raw. <laughs> what it a fun was, fucking yeah. week,
1: man. Oh, and then two days before that, I was at the Emmys with Dulce. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about the Emmys yet. Should we save it for the next catch-up? Because we got the... This has already yeah. been forty three minutes. There's so much. We, we got it. We have so much. We have so okay. much. What's been going on on the road? Anything exciting? Any good stories? Any stalkers? Um, no, not
0: too many. No, it's just. I mean, we could save for the next episode. But yeah, it's just been insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah, uh, it's. I've. Been truly all over the country already. You and really have, three, and Canada. Three weeks in Canada. I just got back from Canada. You're international, thought, bitch. You're international. I'm international. Uh, yeah. I mean, places and doing. Th- I I just have never imagined what actually happened. I was doing freaking Hollywood improv, being brought up by Anthony justin saying my name. And oh, I saw I'm him at the store
1: the other night. TV
0: credits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so like, um. I don't. I don't know where to. Be, I mean, I'll, I'll be on. Like again, very grateful. But it's been. I'm learning a lot. It's a. It's been very challenging, mentally. Yeah. To yeah. be in a new. To be on the road and be alone, and to feel a little bit of pressure. It's fun. I think it's a lot of pressure I'm putting on myself, maybe more than anyone else. But I mean, we can we can dive into. I don't want to get into. I mean, this was this was your moment. It was so deserved. So. Um, No, let's also, but
1: no, I mean, I'm, you are going through a lot. I I think it is important for people to hear that because it's like starting a new job, even though you're prepared and you've been doing comedy for years. It, that's, that's still just, um, that's still just prep. That's like going to college and, and, you know, to learn a skill and then you get thrown into that actual job that you've been working on prepping for. And now you're full time in that job. That's a lot. Yeah. And I was like,
0: yeah, there's no, there's no, I, I don't know if this is normal for everyone else. It feels like there's not really an on ramp. I feel like you're really jumping into the deep end to something that, and I would say if before I experienced it, I'd be like, yeah, just suck it up. That's what you do. You, you, you know, you work your whole life to do this. And yes, I agree with that. But it's not only just, I mean, there's, there's one aspect of, of just also learning how to rewrite a whole new hour on the road. You know, it's not eight minutes sets at skull anymore with yeah. your friends. It's, writing new stuff that people have paid tickets to go see you do they Pay good which, money there's yeah. a little bit of pressure on that and yeah. but i'm i'm getting i'm getting much better at that and learning and, and i'm having actually a lot of fun writing new material and reworking it and getting it better and learning just that so that's it's just also it's a lot of um i mean i'll be like i don't know how else to say this it's lonely it's shit. very lonely
1: it's so lonely. It's very. That's the thing lonely. that Jared. I mean, like that. That's my husband. Like he, dude. He did the road for. I mean, he was doing comedy regularly for like seventeen years straight, and he was doing the road for a solid ten of it. And it's extremely yeah, lonely. I I,
0: I get the people that that travel. Like the minute you have money and you can travel with people, I one hundred percent get it. Yes. And on top of all that, it's it's also a, a level of ticket sale. Like people are now depending on you to sell tickets. And it's not just your money that depends on it. It's Mm -hmm. people going, you know, it's on your team and they're like, well, you know, the level of tickets depends on if we can put you at a different level or if you can go to that market again. And the club is watching your ticket sales to see if they want to have you back. And so it's a level of, on top of all that being like, well, well, what are you putting stuff out on social media? How are you selling tickets? How are you – got to promote
1: yourself all the time. And <laughs> and you're like, but I've got something to do tonight, and then the day I, after. And I know, I mean, but I have to days. be at the airport at 6 a.m., and, I, right. and then I land at 10, and yeah. then I have
0: to sleep for two hours, and then I have to write to – And then know, I have to record, and I have to, to film, shower at some point. Yeah, and then I have and to record my podcast. Edit. And like and – yeah, and I have to edit this clip, and then they're like, "Yeah, but but why haven't you put three TikToks out today?" And you're like, "Are you? I'm I am literally on a clip. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, you're you're pushed to the edge because you're just you're holding on. Yeah, you're holding on, and you're like, and then they're like, "Well, you know, tickets are did," and you're like, "I I I'm I can't I can't record this TikTok because I do you want me to record it while I'm crying or do you want me to record it?" Well, I'm sleeping because there's not really an in between there or on stage because well, there's about Catherine, the or three.
1: That's why you've no, got to combine things and cry in the shower.
0: I oh, and I do that. That's so. That's <laughs> I love a cry so, in the shower. Now. It God, it's my favorite. I mean, I'm showering three to four times a day. <laughs> and some people are like, "What are you doing in there?" And I'm like, "Listen, I'm getting wet, a but multi- it's not multitasking. It's not what you think. <laughs> no, I." I And it's fun. I also, I'm, I'm very much learning. I do, I have highs and lows and like, I've learned like I, I, you know, I was supposed to be in New York right now. And I just went, I'll pay extra money and come home for 32 hours. I'm
1: glad that you did that because this, you have been on the road nonstop and yes, it's fun and it's exciting and all that, but there is, you've got to reset. You have to reset. Mm -hmm. You can't, I mean, even when I'm gone, I mean, God, the last time, uh, not this past time I was in LA, it was only like six days, but the time before I was gone for like 13 or more days and no longer than that, 15, 16 days, it doesn't matter. It was, it was over two weeks and mm-hmm. having Jared like come out there. And then of course, Morgan came out and surprised me and my sister came out for like two days, but like it changed everything about how I was feeling. Yes. Like you got to, oh, yeah. you've got to reset and you've got to touch, gra- you've got to like touch home, whatever that is. got to have someone come to you or you've got to go to them or you're going to fucking go crazy.
0: Yeah, I you you learn in this business like because cuz you're traveling so much and and it does feel there's a lot of pressure that people are putting but also it's just you are putting on yourself how important those little those staples of your life are mm-hmm. your people your family the the physical you know just things that feel home to you are and it's important to nourish those still and to keep those relationships up
1: yeah um, totally yeah
0: i don't know this seems depressing and it's i don't mean it, i don't mean it no you, there's it's so just, many good things and i think people can tell yes. from like
1: online and all that stuff like i mean it's not like either one of us are like depressed but it does just bring out a whole new a whole new parts of your psyche that you're not used to like being face to face with um, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: I'm I'm sitting here like I, I get Miley Cyrus, I get Amanda Bynes. Like, it all makes sense. I, I, and I, I get Britney. I've been on the road for. F- I, get I get. I get. Brittany I get Britney. So I get Britney. Fucking now. hard right now. God, I get Britney so hard. I want to shake my head and and walk oh into a gas God. station. Do you understand Barefoot? how many times I've been on stage and just wanted to open up with a little arm, a little arm flick, and a little t- and a little twirl, and then just. Yeah, dude yeah. I get roll your oh shorts. My God, down. Do I understand Brittany more than <laughs> I've ever understood Britney in my life? I'm talking, I'm on stage talking in emojis.
1: <laughs> Suddenly you're just into fairies and you're like Yeah yeah yeah. Just, I'm like knife, knife, fairy pink flower angel. <laughs> winky face, winky face. Everybody's like, what's wrong with her? You, you, the fans, the fans yes. are what's wrong. No, but yes. seriously, speaking of fans, we love y'all <laughs> fans. Um, And we do have merch out there. For those of you who wonder, we are going to like, get some we got to revamp and put some new stuff out there and some new designs and all that but we do have merch out on cheatiespodcast.com if y'all want to check it out i've got merch coming out to go uh along with my new album so i've got some cute stuff that was designed i'm really excited about that i'm gonna have some koozies some t-shirts some sweatshirts for uh white trash cinderella and uh so y'all just keep following our um, instagram pages our websites we'll be putting all that stuff out there so y'all can help keep supporting us so we stay afloat, literally, so we don't drown ourselves in a hotel bathroom.
0: We <laughs> called each other one day. I think I was in Toronto from somewhere else, and I was like, wait, I am in the coolest hotel, and this window is so jumpable.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had that thought when I was in L.A. I was in a really nice hotel, and I was like, I get why people
0: die in hotels. Yeah, yeah, it's such a- it's so peaceful. Such a beautiful way.
1: It's such a beautiful way to go. It's so well manicured and nice. All your shit's not around you. You're just like, wow oh. yeah, yeah, this is it. This is it. <laughs> this is good. This is a good time. Uh, but we're, uh, not. we're not. We're not. Just... We're not. We don't want to make light of that either. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I have had some dark moments. So, I mean, you know, but yeah. If y'all are struggling out there, there is a suicide prevention line. So let's we should probably put that out there. There is, and there's a lot of people to talk to if you are having those thoughts and those feelings. Um, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, and yeah, you you don't know yourselves. where you'll be two weeks from now. I feel exactly. like you know, like us, every every day and
0: every week is. Just wild and crazy. Oh, roller coaster, be, um, man. Yeah. Roller coaster. we be in a totally different place in the next catch-up episode. Yeah.
1: Like, I literally, like, three weeks ago, I was um, literally like, well, I guess I should quit it all. I'm probably just going to delete all of my social media because I was getting so much hateful comments from that last set on AGT, and that second to last set, and I was like, I think I should just literally. like, And I, I, I wasn't just saying it jokingly. I was like, I might just delete everything. Yeah. just for a few months maybe start back over in 2023 I was like I kind of don't even want to release an album like I just everything feels so dark and hopeless and then mm-hmm. flat fast forward to a week ago I was literally dancing with Aisha Taylor um all night long at the Paramount party <laughs> like in LA and then two Smiling. nights later two nights later I'm dancing with with Sam J and her fiance and Tia Mowry from Sister Sister and right. freaking all these other people all because of close good relationships you got to keep through this business like with dulce who she and i came up through this shit you gotta you gotta stay close to the people who understand it and are going through it with you because those are going to be your saviors in so many ways and uh the next episode though we'll get into the emmys weekend and i want to hear way more about what's going on with you um and all that but yeah man download my album if you haven't download Catherine's if you haven't uh follow us and buy our stuff anything else kb (laughs) Uh, no, we shouldn't go further. We should this. not.
0: We've gone, we've gone far enough. We have our face pressed up to the window. We need to step away now.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll catch y'all on <laughs> the next call next and cry. Time. Next yeah. call and cry. That's what you called it yesterday. I was like, that's the funniest thing. Maybe they're not catch-up episode. <laughs> Maybe they're just calling, and cries <laughs> call <now>. and cries. Because <laughs> it's got to uh, be content, guys. baby. It's got to be content. Yeah. So if we're going to cry. Might as well capture it. Might as well. You're right. <laughs> might, as well, might as well be
0: on camera. That's right. Exactly. And that's what Joan Rivers taught us. She did. All right, guys. Uh, okay. Thank you so much. No, we do love you guys. And uh, th- appreciate you for being on this journey with us. We'll be back with another episode with a spasa yeah. spasa guest next. Uh, I think Lacey's teased me on what going to be good story. Oh, and it's, it's going to be a phenomenal one. Uh, if you haven't, go ahead and check out our latest episode with Steve Fury. It,
1: Absolutely f- hilarious. I mean, one of the funniest episodes. I, I, I'm not gonna we lie. Cracked. Probably the funniest episode we've ever done. I've told like five people that, and I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like that episode. I to was... go make more clips of it.
0: There's never... so many. I, to, Making clips was hard. I could not <laughs> cut out more. I, I had a minute. I had three minutes. It was hard to cut out the other two minutes. I'm gonna make more clips of it. It's you so please funny. just
1: just nothing but just if the rest of this year is just clips of Steve Fury, uh yeah. please. But uh so need... I was real proud of the title, too, Flaccid and the Fury. It um, was very good. Yeah. I, it was either going to be different. his and Herpes or flacid and the furious. So yeah, I was, so gonna, I was and really the and furious. Is, yeah, I don't know. It was tough. It was a real tough one. Maybe yeah, we'll just re-release it and call it something different because right. it was I was still laughing out loud. Like it was so fucking funny. But yeah, yeah, go check that out if you haven't. And uh yeah, we love y'all so much. Stay stabby toodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been
0: cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go
1: ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. Follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Katherine Blamford, at It's
0: Katherine Blamford. Stay stabby. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.